APR Talks. Hey, here is Roman with my business talks where we speak our minds. Listen to the stories of people who have shaped the APR business that we know today. So hi everyone, uh, this is Roman and you're watching or listening to APR Talks and this is episode number one. Here with me is Chaba, who is a regional manager and I need to read it out because there are so many countries for that. Who is the regional manager of Bulgaria, Croatia, Czech Republic, Hungary, Romania, Serbia, Slovakia, Slovenia. Was it all? Yes, it was. I'd rather refer to it as CE. CE, okay. Chaba, thank you so much for, for taking the time. I know that your calendar is packed and I really appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And at the beginning, I would like to start with the journey because now we're talking with you as, as a head of a major IPR retailer, but this isn't how you started. And you have a very exciting experience in Sony Ericsson and Apple. So could you just drive us through a little bit how, how, you, how your career and journey started? So there are many things that you, you know about me, but actually there is some surprise which you, which you don't know about me. Uh, starting in marketing my career really and uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't guess where um, listen I started in a marketing for metal uh, shop so so it, it was it was it worse <laughs> I was doing it in tobacco industry yeah you were right you were exactly and uh, it was a good uh, six years the, that was a very determining school for me okay. I really learned working in an international company, work, uh, listened about cross-functional corporations, uh, understood professional marketing. So many, many very important uh, bricks were laid down in the basement of, of, of uh, what I am today. Then I uh, had the opportunity to move to international business and, uh, and uh, consumer electronics business in, uh, in Sony Ericsson, which I learned a lot there because the whole devices industry, uh, the technology industry, this was all new for me. Yeah. The pace of, pace of change was something totally different yeah. versus the FMCG where market shares are changing maybe a percentage yeah. point or it's point. very divided. Also very fierce. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, and, uh, in the technology industry, the yearly new devices, the, the big fluctuations between the market share of the producers, the constant innovations. Uh, it, was, it was very new and it was very, very uh, interesting to get yeah. used to that, that kind of working environment. And uh, from Sony Ericsson, I was, uh, I was uh, moving to Apple. It was I was really lucky. I was after the launch of iPhone. I was uh, I was very much inspired how how Apple was able to 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 touch and reinvent the the, the mobile industry. The, the the way users are uh, users are using their uh, their mobile telephone. What they can do with it. So I was inspired and I was looking for opportunities uh, uh, and. 
I must say I was lucky because yeah. at that time Apple was opening uh, the Central European presence in uh, in Budapest and uh, and uh, I got an opportunity as uh, as a channel marketer uh, in the organization. Uh, so uh, it was another uh, seven years of uh, career determining yeah. uh, determining uh, experience for me where. I could really meet uh, meet a very interesting organization, work with very inspiring people, uh, get to know uh, currently the biggest company of right. uh, of the world. But at that time, did when you were leaving from Sony Ericsson to Apple, did you know that Apple is going to be that big? Because we were talking about the very beginnings, and I wouldn't say it was humble, but there is no comparison to Apple back then and to Apple right now. So. Did you did you feel it, did, or, or was it was it really just luck that it happened? Uh, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. But uh, what I uh, what I sense uh, sense at that time about the about the company that uh, there is a very strong vision behind what they are doing. There is a uh, there is a strong will there is a strong uh, execution there is a very strong attention to to the details and there is a high level of perfectionism yeah. in whatever they would it be product would it be marketing or uh, or or just doing their uh, their presence was there something that you have learned uh, in those companies in those cultures that you are trying to replicate now would it be more democratic or more more strict or process oriented or how would you how would you say that has influenced you this is a very good question this is a very good question and i never never really thought about uh, because you know you you live your life you yeah. you get certain impacts you 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 take some conclusions you you let them sink yeah. uh, let them influence your behavior from one day to the other but uh, you actually very rarely put it on paper like uh, what 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 are these so let me think about it they they really had a, they really had a profound uh, profound impact uh, i think one one very important thing about what i was speaking is uh, is the people so uh, is the and it has more aspects. Mm -hmm. uh, first aspect uh, of the people is uh, uh, that you need to need to work with uh, with the best. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, that is uh, that is uh, that is very important. That uh, uh, the output is as good as uh, as the as the weakest uh, weakest point mm. in your in your organization. Mm. So so, uh, but. One thing is the people. The other thing is those people need to work as a team, mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's uh, super important. That also has a has a component that they need to need to have a vision and they mm. need to need to have an alignment. I really call this alignment when uh, okay. when we all uh, we all uh, go for reaching certain certain targets. We all uh, uh, go for reaching certain goals, and the more we are, uh, more we are aligned mm -hmm. in this. The more we we understand. I th this really brings me to a topic that you and I discussed yesterday, 
and I ask you to pause it for today because <laughs> I wanted to I, I wanted to to talk about it for the for the postcast. So so we took the road from from your experience to what you have learned, and now we have touched the topic that I was really the most excited about, and it's about the company culture and how to express it that the, that it sticks with the company, it sticks with the new people. I, I'm struggling with it myself. Epico has been growing recently pretty fast and, and it has been a tough job for us to, to let people know who we are, how we feel about things, what we do, because they no longer have a direct contact with me or direct contact with the, with the, the first employees that, that, that are inheriting or having the culture in them. So what, what would you say is that you are doing? Not an easy question. This is not an easy question because you you know it ex you know it exactly. It's the most difficult thing. I'm ch I'm challenging. I mean, I love sales, I love operations, I love product, and I can navigate myself through those things. But I must honestly admit that HR is my weakest point, and and it it should be the strongest one, you know. So that is the reason I'm asking that. I'm asking that. Uh, the. The bigger the company is, the the most more important uh, this is uh, this is becoming. Because in a small uh, small company, it's it's very easy. They know you. They can talk to you every five minutes, right? Exactly. But you are there. You are available. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, you are uh, you are approachable. Uh, the the less hierarchical the organization the more uh, more people are exposed to you they listen to their yeah. events you you confront them they uh, they uh, hear your direction absolutely they see your reactions so so they can learn from you just by being around but when that gets divided and then they never ever talk to you or it's your way up or, or way far in your in, in your in your example so what, what would you say that you are you're doing uh, this, I would not say I have the best practice or I have the holy grail on this. Uh, I'm still, still uh, searching my way, yeah. and uh, this is uh, this is especially when uh, when uh, when you are uh, changing and building yeah. uh, building a culture in the same time. It's it's not an easy not an easy thing. Mm. Uh, but but I this is a cardinal question. Yeah. If you if you if you would like the company to to follow certain values and uh, and uh, to take courageous decisions, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not have micromanagement, yeah. uh, have a have an have a value compass in the yeah. uh, in the organization of what's good, what's wrong, what are the goals, are. Uh, everybody to be aligned and understand where we are heading towards this decision is going into that direction or mm. this decision is going against the direction mm. so uh, for this what is very important that uh, and especially uh, in case of uh, in case of uh, um, this organization multinational multi-country so from west to east basically so it's it's alignment it's uh, alignment the most important is uh, 
is first uh, first the team, mm-hmm. but the second is uh, or fifty fifty the alignment. Yeah. In terms of, of the of the team, it's it's really about the leaders. Yeah. It's um, and under the leaders, I don't mean uh, don't mean uh, don't mean positions in mm. the in the yeah, company like uh, like the regional managers or the yeah. or the or the or the or the or the line of business managers who are um, managing of course they are leaders and they have to be leaders but leader can be also a managed self uh, uh, person uh, in retail leader yeah. can be a store manager yeah. uh, these are the people who are uh, who are uh, having demonstrating a high commitment to the goal of mm. the organization, to their personal development, mm. and and are ready to ready to demonstrate courageous decision making and showing the path, uh, the way forward for the for yeah. the other. That, that really brings me to to something that that I want to say out loud, and and we have discussed it already, and it's. It's kind of a mentors that, that are within the organization. And as you said, they're not structured, that they would be the, the, the leaders or the, 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 the position would say that, but they're mentors to the others. And I, and I see it very often that there are local heroes or, or, or heroes of departments that, that drive it by their charisma or, or by their attitudes, and they, they, they can sweep other people for the best. Because as you probably, as you probably know, it just takes one bad apple. Yes, yes, it does. How active are you actually in the HR process? In the nine countries, it's impossible. <laughs> so I was, uh, I, I, uh, I got, uh, got, I got the pressure points that I cannot. Even from my first uh, first day in ISTAR, I needed to build, uh, build to to really make some decision until what level I'm I'm yeah. involving okay. because uh, and my my choice is that instead of going deep and uh, uh, and trying to micromanage, I uh, I uh, I chose to be uh, chose to be present in the and putting my efforts on the direct direct uh, reporting right. so right. Uh, to make sure that the uh, regional uh, regional team of iStyle is uh, is uh, is strong mm-hmm. and i uh, i really really trust uh, have a 100% trust in that team that they will uh, they will apply the same uh, mm-hmm. same standards when mm-hmm. they are uh, when they are recruiting uh, the Second level of yeah. management, yeah. and then, uh, then down to so, the. So you're basically leaving it up to them. You would set up a, a culture or a, a alignment, as you say, and and you would let them uh, do the hiring process. Uh, yes, yes. This is uh, this is actually. It was not not that. Uh, it was already happening. Okay. So it was already happening. Uh, uh, my position was a, was a new position in the organization, actually. Uh, yeah, we will get to there. <laughs> so, uh, so my my goal is really that that we set up the set up the right uh, right 
behaviors. We set up the right uh, right way of mm -hmm. uh, selecting people. For example, and what I what I profoundly believe is that I have only one pair of eyes. All right. But yep. uh, but uh, and I'm only one one component of this culture. Yeah. Uh, but in an online culture, there are more eyes, yeah, and uh, and we can make a good decision and make a great fit if it's if it's not one person uh, making the decision. Yeah. So so uh, what what I really prefer is uh, is uh, is that the candidates are listened by uh, by more at least yeah. three people. Yeah. Uh, involved uh, in the in the organizing. Yeah, I think we do have the same thing. There is one thing that we do on top of that. We do trial days. So the, 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 the person comes in and does a one day as if it was a real day. So he gets to meet all the people, he gets to join the meeting, he gets to work with the uh, tables and numbers, etc. So that also helps a lot. That's yeah. a very nice. That's a really good one. I, m I must tell you that even if I'm really excited about people coming for the trial days, I would say up to 50% fail after that because, yeah, th th there, are, there are many things that people tell about themselves or they think about themselves, but in reality, it, it, it's a little bit different or, or they don't fit in that much or, or, or they're a little stressed that they shouldn't be. So, so this trial days has proven really useful to me. So, so how was it? How, 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 how was it unfolding from the Latvia to, to the regional manager? Um, it, was a, it was a unique opportunity in 2000, uh, 2018 when, uh, when, uh, when the group offered me this opportunity to, to, uh, to, to take, the, take the leading role in, uh, in um, regional manager role in the, in the ISTAR CE. And uh, it was uh, it was a very tempting one. Mm -hmm. It was a big challenge. Mm -hmm. Actually, I knew the people, so I uh, I knew the people I would be working because I was working with them from the uh, from the Apple times. But I was really humbled by the opportunity. Absolutely. So, and I didn't regret. <laughs> You were obviously making a decision whether you want to step up for the challenge and whether that's going to be something that will satisfy you. Because as we said, it doesn't need to be, you know, growing for the, for the, just for the growing doesn't matter from personal perspective. So what is your inner motivation in, in here? What is, uh, what is that actually makes you excited or get out of bed? Is it, is it the processes and setting up the, the company or is it the people or what would be your driver this this is also something I definitely not the processes not no I thought it would be I honestly thought it would be processes no 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 processes not uh, processes not numbers not uh, okay. I do do a lot of both but, but you are known as, as, a, as a numbers guy right Yes, 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 and actually numbers give a very good compass. What motivates me into making it matter? So maybe contrary to the common belief, you you aren't a numbers guy, but rather a people person. 
Uh, I think it's balanced yeah. with me. Okay. I think it's uh, think it's balanced. I wouldn't say I'm not a number person. I I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. How does this balance translate to your personal life? Because I I, I wonder whether I, I do receive emails from you sometimes that are a little late, and I and I and I wonder and I wonder how are you able to keep your personal and work uh, balance. This is a, this is a pivotal question. The the work life balance and. And a lot of talking has been been done around this uh, since my since my start of the start of uh, my career back in 2000 until until now uh, uh, it's continuously on the on the on the HR agenda mm -hmm. and, uh, and and personally as well. Mm -hmm. What what is the limit where you are uh, where you where you keep keep pushing yeah. and uh, so where do you have it? Uh, it's and it's and it's not only a simple simple question as for yourself because mm -hmm. uh, you are setting uh, setting an example mm -hmm. as well with what you do so mm -hmm. you influence the others. Yeah. Uh, even if you say like. No, no, no! Don't work on the on the weekend, or no, no, no! Don't uh, don't stay after eight o'clock in the in the office. But if you do stay, people feel cool. People don't yeah. feel you are setting a wrong yeah. standard, or or you are setting a standard which uh, people uh, feel that they need to follow. And for me, my career was a quest for finding my balance. <laughs> I would say it's uh, it's always like that. It is. Uh, and I think I, I did did find it okay. and uh, uh, it's what is very important about this is that uh, uh, it needs to be sustainable mm -hmm. it needs to be uh, needs to be a level where you where you feel comfortable uh, about 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 doing that level of effort, that level of uh, consistent performance for years, mm -hmm. uh, for years to come. Because then you are uh, not setting up expectations towards yourself that, yep. uh, so you, you did this, uh, then you are going to do it tomorrow and yep. then you are going to yep. do it. Uh, burnout is a real, real thing. Have you, have you experienced such a, Burnout? Have you ever felt that you're nearing to that? I I have been pushing my uh, my limits yeah. uh, beyond yeah. beyond the sustainable and uh, and uh, trying to uh, making uh, efforts to make it yeah. make it sustainable and and I think finding your inner balance is uh, is a subject of 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 understanding mm -hmm. uh, your your limits i understood mm -hmm. my lower limits where i uh, where i uh, had workplaces where after four o'clock i was employing my brain how to create additional tasks to keep me keep me okay. busy until five o'clock when i would right. <laughs> say like okay i give up i go home <laughs> and i was not feeling well yeah, right. on this kind of in this kind of environment where uh, where i didn't uh, didn't uh, feel feel that i could be using yeah, my, yeah, my yeah, time skills
just to simplify that, would you would you say that it's um, five or six p.m. and you and you just switch off the phone and go home, or is there a rule that you follow? Uh, yes, there is a, there is a rule. It's uh, it's uh, for me. It's uh, it's half past uh, half past six when half I past uh, six. Uh, finish. I'm I'm available. Uh, I'm available afterwards on phone calls on urgencies. Uh, do they happen? Like, do they do do you have phones after after that? Yes. 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 When they when they come, I'm okay. available. You know, I used to be I used to be a big online guy, and I would say that everything will eventually be online. Then I switched to be a big retail guy, saying that the retail will always prevail. <laughs> and now in the midst. And I and I wonder, how do you see in the electronics? How do you see the future of the of the retail? Because I will share with you my perspective, and and I wonder if you would agree with that. Um, you and I have experiences in many European countries, seeing the, how the retail goes, and what I see probably as as an end game for the e-commerce for the electronics retail is that there will be a top level curated stores, such as the APRs, mm -hmm. where the selection of the products and the, and the treatment, care and services will be at top level. Mm -hmm. Then there will be absolutely zero mid-range. And then on the, on the very bottom, there will be the fast uh, uh, electronic stores when the things will be packed in, in the plastic, where, where there will be no selection of, of goods, or just basically they will list everything and I'm all what I'm thinking is going to happen to you either go for best services and best products and you stick by that or you're going to go for I'm the cheapest just grab and go because the mid segment will be it will be will be taken by by the e-commerce so that's something I I see as happening or I believe is happening I wonder whether you would agree or disagree on that 50-50 uh, I would okay. say uh what i what i see is uh, there are two 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 trends one is uh, and this has nothing to do with uh, with the uh, former crisis right Let's no it doesn't it, it just accelerated things I, I i wouldn't say that that thing made it happen it, it was just a a gasoline on the on the fire that was already anyway coming one one was the one was the need for experience from the customers yep. they they uh they uh wanted more and more to to touch and feel yep. the the devices are getting the electronics devices are getting more sophisticated yep. they are getting uh, getting more complex uh uh before if we go back in time uh, to 2008 how a how a store would look like? There were dummy phones. Yeah. I don't, do you remember? Exactly, there were dummy phones, and there has these paper instead of the displays. You're right. Yeah, there was. That was the industry. There, I mean, okay, you can touch and feel, but that's going to be a cheap plastic, and yeah. it's not going to be the real product. Uh, that that product era could much more support a rapid onlineization, mm -hmm. but since since the since since we are we have evolved to screens 
like yep. tablets with interfaces with where people really want to see how they can interact with the experience that. feel it uh, and all the vendors are really honoring that and if you if you see uh, from the top uh, shelf to the to the to the more discount like retail partners they all recognize that they really need the live uh, experience mm -hmm. in their uh, in their showrooms mm -hmm. uh, that is one trend. The other trend is uh, the onlineization. More people mm -hmm. are uh, uh, want the digital customer experience. Mm -hmm. And what I'm reading uh, reading about is that uh, the the most recognized uh, analysts are saying that uh, omnichannel is yep. the the players who have both the showroom with the, yeah. with the sophisticated services, uh, display opportunity, uh, and having the right online, they are prevailing. Mm -hmm. Because the customers have experienced into online, but they need certain, yeah. they need the services, they need the experience. So they are jumping between these two. Yeah. Maybe they come to the store experience, then order it online, receive it. Uh, maybe they uh, maybe they uh, uh, buy it online, but they need uh, need to know that there is a, a shop where yeah, they can come up. for the setup or yeah. or something another another. So uh, the the players who are winning uh, winning mm. on this crisis period yeah. are the ones who are who are present on both mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, and. The ones who are present only in retail and could not could not adapt, they were they were the big losers. Yeah. And the ones who are uh, the the pure onliners, they couldn't take as much advantage as the others uh, because the missing company. Yeah. So my conclusion is that on the top shelf, I totally agree with you. On the bottom, I don't agree with you because I think that that players on the bottom are going to fall victim of the you think so okay so 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 you would say it's going to be the top and the middle that's going to that's going to prevail in retail and the low tier will be taken online yes okay yes uh, okay. i mean the one uh, the players who cannot provide anything uh, anything more than uh, just grab and grab and pay yeah exactly okay they will not be able to continue yeah. because online will be always going to be cheaper than them. Mm -hmm. So they will not have the fixed cost of the location. Yep. They will not have a yep. fixed cost of the shop assistance. Mm -hmm. There will be always somebody who can go deeper with mm -hmm. the price than, than that. So the physical retail needs to offer some extra, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever, uh, whatever that would be. Yeah. And I know we're, we keep looking for that, and then it's probably in, in the services and, and in, the, in the care explanation. That's, that's probably the way, yeah. Display experience yeah. is all, all that area is, is very crucial. Mm. And, and the integration of the, of the digital and the physical mm -hmm. journeys. Okay. Um, I think, Chaba, I've covered my topics. This was an extremely interesting discussion. I'm really happy that these talks were such a talk that we would be usually having on uh, IFA or, or over a dinner we were, we were able to share. And I really appreciate your time. I, I know that uh, 
this must have been consuming for you and, and, and I'm happy that you are I'm able to share these thoughts. So thank you so much and thank you for your time. Thank you, Roman. Thanks.